May the Lord bless you, brothers and sisters, and all of those that tune in, those that have the opportunity to hear this beautiful reflection regarding our Lord Jesus Christ, regarding the lament that our Lord gave regarding Jerusalem, that our Lord moaned and cried, one day speaking of Jerusalem, regretting many things. So in this lament, we're going to be reflecting upon today. Let us open our Bible to 1 Kings 19.10. 1 Kings 19.10. I'll give you one minute to search for the scripture. Meanwhile, this verse refers to when the prophet Elijah was sent by the Lord to give prophecy to the people of Israel, to the kings mainly, to give a message of exhortation, a message of reproach, to catch their attention so that they may repent because they were sinning, because the sin had risen to the presence of the Lord. And the Lord wanted to destroy and finish the people. But before that, the Lord sent his prophets, sent Elijah, so that he would send the message. But Elijah, when he gave the message to the kings, what they did was to threaten to kill him. And they searched for him to kill him. And aside from that, they had already put to death many prophets. So Elijah was afraid. And he said that he fled and he hid and he went to a place to hide and flee from the hands of the king so that he would not be killed. This is why in verse 10, or let us read from verse 9, it says that Elijah, he went into a cave and spent the night in that place. And the word of the Lord came to him and he said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. This is why Elijah was there hidden in that cave. He wanted to die, and he had fled and he had heard of all of the prophets that had died for taking the message. And he was there. He felt it was his turn that they would take his life for taking a message. This is why he hid. But the story shares that the Lord guarded and protected him, that he left the cave, and that either way he had to go and take the message. But what we want to stand out or what I want to highlight is regarding the prophets that the Lord would send, the treatment they would receive, that they would put them to death. So that when we are reading regarding the lament that the Lord made of Jerusalem, we're going to understand and comprehend these verses more clearly. So let us now go to Nehemiah. Nehemiah in verse 9. Nehemiah is... After Psalms, no, before Psalms is Nehemiah. 
towards halfway through the Bible, Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 26. And it reads, here referring to Nehemiah, who placed a prayer before the Lord, asking for forgiveness from the Lord for the sins of the people of Israel. He, in his prayer, provided a summary of all the events, of all the occurrences, that the people, all that they had committed, all that they did, all the wickedness, all the things they had done to offend him. So he, in his prayer, is remembering and asking for forgiveness from the Lord. But among other things, Nehemiah says in his prayer, he says to the Lord, he says, Verse 26, but they provoked you to rage. Who? The people of Israel. And they rebelled against you. And they cast your law behind your backs. And they killed your prophets who testified against them to turn them to yourself. And they worked great provocations. This in the prayer of Nehemiah saying to the Lord that the people had put to death the prophets, those of whom the Lord had sent, so that they would convert to the Lord. They did not hear the prophets, and they especially did not convert, but they put them to death. Here, Nehemiah was very sad and praying to the Lord and asking him for mercy, asking the Lord to forgive all of these faults. So now let us go to the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 13. In Luke 13, where we find the Lord Jesus Christ teaching the people, the Lord Jesus Christ surrounded by his apostles and surrounded by many persons who followed him. Let us not forget that his enemies as well were close, the Pharisees and the scribes. Luke 13, verse 31. We find here that the Lord Jesus Christ, it says that he arrived, verse 31. On that very day, some Pharisees came, saying to him, but before that, here the Lord was speaking in parables. In parables, our Lord was speaking to the people and in a way the Lord the Lord was speaking the truth and as well teaching to the Pharisees and the scribes how they being his enemies criticizing the Lord judging him and putting down the teachings how they had been the ones who promoted the sin and this abominations of which, for example, those of the antiquity had committed. They had sinned and they had put to death the prophets and they there in that moment as well were persecuting the Lord and putting down the teachings and as well judging the Lord and looking for the Lord, that opportunity to stone him or to put him to death or to accuse him. The Lord, this is why he was drastic in his teachings and he taught with mercy, but as well, he was very strong with the scribes and the Pharisees. This is why it says in Luke 13, 
in verse 31, he says that on that very day he was teaching. He was there preaching. And on that very day, it says, some Pharisees came saying to him, get out and depart from here, for Herod wants to kill you. Herod was the king, the king that was governing in that moment over Judah. Therefore, the Lord answers and he says to them, he says, go tell that fox. The Lord treated Herod as a fox. Go and tell the fox, behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow. And the third day I shall be perfected. Nevertheless, I must journey today, tomorrow, and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish outside of Jerusalem. I think they did not understand when the Lord says, tell that fox, that King Herod, tell him that I am doing miracles and signs, that I am giving benefits to the people, that I am being merciful of those that are weak, that I am giving healings today and tomorrow, and that the day I will finish my work on the third day, meaning Friday will be the crucifixion. Saturday will come and Sunday the Lord will resurrect. This is why it says that today and tomorrow, referring to Friday and Saturday, and the third day I shall be perfected, meaning Sunday he would resurrect. As well in verse 33, he repeats, Nevertheless, I must journey today, tomorrow, and the day following. The Lord speaking of the three days, the day of his death, and he resurrected on the third day. Today and tomorrow, and the following day, I will continue my journey, because a prophet should not die outside of Jerusalem. That day the Lord was preaching outside of Jerusalem. And the Lord, based on that moment in the circumstances, with the news that they are giving to flee because King Herod was searching for him to kill him. The word says that the Lord started to look at Jerusalem to contemplate the city, to observe it. And the Lord began to lament, to lament. And says, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but you were not willing. These are the verses. We just read verses in Nehemiah and in Kings. When Elijah hid and said to the Lord, they have killed all your prophets in Jerusalem. When Nehemiah prayed to the Lord, he says, Lord, they have put to death the prophets that you sent so that they would repent. So all of this lament, this prophets, and as well the Lord Jesus Christ lament as a prophet, lament of Jerusalem, because in that city where they put to death the prophets of the Lord, it says you kill the prophets and you stone those who are sent to her. Now they're going to put 
to me to death is what he wanted to say. Now they search for me to put me to death. I'm going to die. Yes, I shall die. That is your plan. Not because they want to take my life, but because it is your plan. And I die underneath your plan, Lord. This is why he said, I have to do the work today, tomorrow, and the next day. In verse 35, it says, See, your house is left to you, saying to those that were listening to the message, Your house is left to you, desolate. And meaning the temple, referring to that temple that was in Jerusalem, that they said was the temple of God, the house of God, where he manifested but the Lord Jesus Christ was saying that it will be desolate. This that you call house. It says, see, your house is left to you desolate. And as surely I say to you, you shall not see me until the time comes when you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So it says that when the Lord would come in his glory and his kingdom, because the Lord resurrected. And that when he resurrected, many persons saw him and he was there many days in the midst of the people. Many persons came to him and there was fulfilled the verse that says, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, because there then those whom saw him gave credit to the doctrine, to the teaching and believed in him as the son of man, the son of God, the Messiah, as that king whom the Lord had sent, that king that would give peace, blessings, salvation to the people. Our Lord Jesus Christ also lamented over Jerusalem. But as well, we see here the marvelous work of our Lord, where he culminated his task. And just as he said, that today, tomorrow, and the third day, it was fulfilled, that even though he did his work and he died, when it was the plan and the will of the Lord. And we give thanks to our Lord for his mercy and as well for the sacrifice that the Lord made so that we today may be rejoicing and enjoying of his presence and the presence of the Holy Spirit and the marvelous gifts. Today we are enjoying the blessings of the Lord by the hand of God. Thanks be to our Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrifice that he made in the cross of Calvary. Let us pray, blessed Lord, all-powerful. Thank you, Lord, for your love, your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for you sacrificed for us, O Lord. And you gave us life. You gave us salvation. You offer us many things in this life. And one day, eternal life as well. So we are taken by your hand. Thank you, Father, for your love. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for your mercy, for your sacrifice. We worship you and we honor you. We adore you. We glorify you. Blessed Lord, in the midst of your love and your mercy, we ask you, Lord, that you extend your hand of mercy, your hand of power, healing, healing all the illnesses, removing pains and suffering, destroying the work of the enemy, the curses of the devil the curses and spells and rebuking worldly spirits, evil spirits that have taken the bodies of many. Deliver all, O Lord, and bless each one. Thank you, O Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you the glory, the worship, and the praise forevermore. Amen. Let us sing to the Lord, Chorus 131. 
with title, I Have a Home. Chorus 131. En mi Paro con gozo y paz, veré la faz de Jesucristo mi Señor. En mi mansión, en mi mansión, en el lugar que Cristo me preparó con gozo y paz, veré la de Jesucristo mi Señor. The glory and honors for our Lord. May the Lord bless you. I love you all. Thank you.